I'm just gonna be a background. Yeah, I just started. The meeting is being recorded by the host or a participant. Nice. Okay. Excellent. Ready? And in three, two, one. Local Lingual listeners, welcome back to the Local Lingual Podcast. I am your host, Christopher Collins, a man with a microphone. And today I am joined by former co-host. Say your name. Vicente Lopez. I was waiting for you. You were like filling air. Uh, recently mustachioed former co-host Vicente he, Lopez. It's good to be back. Chris. joined the call with a goatee and now he just has the dad stash, which his goatee wife mustache combo is slightly better. Um, and I okay. agree. The goatee was really tripping me out. Um, looked like a disney villain three musketeer um d'artagnan apparently person you would not want to leave your kid around uh and i think allegedly you do, you do no, no no not allegedly <laughs> i as as a parent i promise you <laughs> uh you're, I would not leave this is a son. bad start <laughs> what do you mean a i'm a i'm a licensed start, professional you're <laughs> finally back on the local lingual podcast yeah. man the people have the people have missed you uh but it's good to be back i uh, by the way listener thank you uh for tuning in wherever you are to, to bless us with your ears and your eyes and your heart and your soul uh if you're in the car buckle up because it's not only the law but we're in for a long one you know what i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one for I, sure. I love your your sage advice right off the top it was missed it was missed uh the, law. the people have been wondering where you were at the people have been wondering what we've been doing this summer um one of the things that i have not gotten the opportunity to talk about because i <laughs> myself would not uh do the tale justice if i just started telling it on my own um mm -hmm. is our trip to austin at the beginning of the summer that feels <laughs> like it was just last week but apparently it was like 70 something days ago at this point yeah, uh and flew by it's just it's so sad but we went to a metal show in austin yes. texas we went to go see Kublai Khan. Um, you Texas state. Yeah. Kublai, Kublai Khan, Khan Texas, Texas, which that was a big thing yeah, the, for me. I stopped listening to them for like three, four years. And when I say like, stop listening to them, I stopped like following them. Uh, but I would listen mm -hmm. when they put out like full LPs, full records. Uh, mm -hmm. But when they threw in Texas, like that really, like really bothered me. And apparently what happened was some band from the 80s named Kublai Khan, which I don't even think they're from America. They still have the name trademarked. And mm -hmm. what happened was they saw that Kublai Khan, Texas, started to get really big and they threatened to sue. So the label... Yeah, I searched Kublai it Khan. and I don't even see like Kublai Khan. In, in an interview... The, the vocalist said that the band hasn't been hasn't released anything in like over a decade or decades. Yeah, but, but who's they, to say that they won't? They yeah, won't but they in. still they still insisted that that the name uh that the name stay theirs in, in their in their possession. But uh I want to hear from your perspective. The listeners want to hear from your perspective. Um, how was the show? What did you think about it? Mm -hmm. It was your first like actual metal show, no? Uh, disagree highly 
uh it was i would argue like my like third metal show sorry the first hardcore metal show, show your first hardcore okay. show also disagree i would say it's my second hardcore show because my first hardcore show was godsmack in laredo texas they were playing and i was and my dad is like you want to go see godsmack and i was like sure i'm down for dad core music like at the time <laughs> that's what i thought was super heavy and then my second hardcore show was breaking benjamin also in laredo it was great there was a pit and everything we talked about it on an earlier episode chris made a face because he doesn't think that's hardcore that's just because he's pretentious about his music but yeah, uh, this hardcore show was really really good it was it was a nice chill vibe it was very calm and serene uh <laughs> no one punched anyone else it was very like or organized and just you know very chill vibes yeah, yeah. it was a good time what was your account? Chill, chill vibes, chill vibes. Um, I I was glad to know that things had not changed that much um, in the hardcore community. Like when people fell, like the pit still stopped. People helped them yeah. up. Um, there was there was still that sense of community. Um, like I remember we were walking past one of the merch tables, and I bumped into some guy that was like three times like both of our sizes. And oh, dude he, was a monster. He, yeah. He apologized to me, uh, even though I bumped into him. And I mean, like, hmm. had this not been that environment, uh, like, I feel like I, I would have gotten my ass beat. Have you seen SpongeBob? You know uh, SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah. SpongeBob. You know, the, the giant purple fish that, that brings Patrick into the, the fry cook games. Uh huh. He's kind of he was kind of like that. Like he was very like dude was timid. a monster. Like dude yeah, was an he, absolute monster. Yeah. He's, and he's Jack. It was just it was terrifying, man. It was absolutely. Um, I really liked all the bands. Um, have you listened to any of the bands since the actual show? I didn't catch their names, I'm gonna be honest. Because like serious? okay, so yeah, because okay, because because hear me out. When you go to a metal show, and for those that don't know, like metal bands have this cool thing where they they write their names in ways that you can't read them which is really <laughs> fun and so like all the the posters and stuff had some cool ass art and and all the names of the bands but i can't read any of them and then when they go up to the, the mic i mean it's like it it's an indoor venue which is very again comfy cozy mm -hmm. uh there's like you know like the smell of beer kind of like pervading the the premises because you know everyone's drinking or whatever uh, even though some of the bands are straight edge, from what I understand. Uh, but when they get up to the mic, they're like, and then they then they start playing the songs. Like, I don't really know what yep. the band is until then they start screaming. And that doesn't like clarify who they are. Could could be anyone. But uh, OK, I'm sorry. I think I, <laughs> I went no, on a tangent. No, 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 no. I mean, keep going. I don't want to stop you. This is this is what point, we missed. Yeah. Point being that the bands were great. Uh, and immediately, I think there was a discussion between you and I, whether or not we would go into the pit for Kublai Khan, which is yeah. arguably the band that we went to go see, yes. right? It was just like a lot of other bands that were on top of that who were also very good. And I didn't under understand who they were, but they were great. But like, we, we went onto this like balcony overhang kind of deal, looking down onto the venue. We're mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, uh, it, it shouldn't be that hardcore for the first band because i think you mentioned that like they probably won't start moshing until like a few bands in and we were wrong we were <laughs> we we were 
very, very wrong. Because as soon as the first song started, immediately there was a, a pit, there was a circle, people pushing. There was a guy that just was outright punching and kicking. Yeah. I don't know, uh, listener, if you've seen uh, hardcore uh, moshing, punching, two-step dancing. I don't know. Dancing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Some more punching than than regular dancing. Yeah. Uh, which I'm a fan of, you know, but like it's it's just very it's different. You know what I mean? So like a guy would like, I mean, if anyone fell, they were very polite, but like if if they were in and or around the pit, they would just like start swinging their elbows and like kicking around and shit. And then it's like whatever happens, happens. Jesus take the wheel kind of moment. So if your chin was <laughs> in the wrong place, you just lose a fucking tooth. But everyone was having a good time. So exactly. we were we were not wanting to go to the pit, right? I think we kind of had a conversation. Yeah. But like a club conversation because the music was loud and we were just like, okay, I can go down the pit. And it, it was it was due to the fact that I I have gained um a, a, a lot since my last hardcore show, you know, like a son. And and I, I want to be, you know, presentable to him. Mm-hmm. And I need to make really good choices. Uh, and yeah. I've also seen uh, some like really fucked up injuries at, at hardcore shows, even though mm-hmm. there's like that community vibe, that very positive vibe, you know, when when the two step part hits and you hear that snare and kick drum combo, I mean, absolutely no one is safe. Exactly. Um, Start and- punching. And yeah, man. And I think, well, you mentioned the first band, right? It's pain of truth. And you, you you were talking about how you couldn't see their logo or you couldn't like, like distinguish uh-huh. what's oh, you're searching it up right now. Okay. No, no, no. I have it pulled up, but I think my computer is still acting all funny. It's fine. Now that I know the name, I can search it. Hold on. Pain, yeah. pain of truth, oh. man. Look up pain of truth. They have a pretty okay. like, like straightforward logo. I think you're thinking of the second band. Sir, oh yeah, something bog, uh, and that band something is... bog. That one was like Scandinavian metal or something. Like it just gave off Scandinavian vibes. It I don't was, know if I'm correct. It, it was like um, I, I think the genres. It's a combination of death metal, mm-hmm. thrash mm-hmm. metal, and grindcore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. they actually went on tour with Cannibal Corpse, which oh. Yes. Okay. Cool. I got I got a reaction out of you. It was a where did, where does uh like Hatsune Miku fit into all of this and like the VTubers and that kind of sphere? Like, where do they rank in, in terms of like what are you metal? talking about? What? Who? Huh? The the Hatsune Miku. The the she's a she's a world nine worldwide phenomenon. I don't you know, know who Hatsune Miku is. I don't know who this is. Who this be? All right. Let me. T- let me type it into the chat. She leaks, I think. Uh, what is it called? Oh, she's an owl. There you go. Yeah. So she does like concerts and stuff, but uh, she it's not an anime, I don't think. However, she does produce a lot of her own music, and uh, it's not exactly metal, but it's, I would argue, adjacent to it. So... What are you, what are you doing listening to this? I'm not no, I'm not listening to it. I'm merely asking if like where does it rank in terms of like what we saw versus uh, Hot I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a whole new world for me. <laughs> like you have to understand what I'm seeing right now. And mm-hmm. it's that mm-hmm. this is a 16-year-old vocaloid 
Vocaloid no. Software Voice Bank. So Correct. it's not it's not a real person. It's like no. It's like a digital artist. Correct. It's a video game. No, it's That's a, what it it's says. A no, well, there they Hatsune Miku has a lot of video games attached to her licensing and branding and stuff, but that doesn't okay. mean that they're a video game. You know, like Guitar Hero has Guitar Hero Metallica. That doesn't mean Metallica is a video game. Okay, I see yeah. where you're going with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Settle down. You just threw this. Okay. Name sorry. At sorry. Me. Okay. <laughs> and no, I'm I just, trying to catch up. I just, I just want to know like where the ranking is. Don't worry. Don't worry. Just forget I said anything, Dad. Uh, instead, <laughs> let's go back to metal, where where you know the real part of the conversation is that uh, you were talking about the the second band, the Scandinavian band. Yes. All I know is that they're from Columbus, but Sir Asinabog, I'm just going to type in like a bunch. I can't of even see the name on the poster. Band. Like I found the poster, um, the Terror Pain Into Power record release tour. Yeah. That's the one that we went to. Yes, which we uh, didn't even stay for Terror. We didn't stay for the headliner um, because it after, was a little. Yeah. It was a lot. Uh, yeah, after Kublai, it was like, uh, uh-uh. and then they added one other band from Houston, and I'm completely blanking on on who that was, but uh, they were Bitter End. Bitter End, yeah, a lot of people were very excited to uh, to see them. Well, I I just like smashed my hand on my keyboard to see if I could find the name of that band we saw, and and I can't. Um, mm, but I looked yeah. them up last night, and they have like one EP, and like one of their songs is like, what is it? Not violent pornography but like seizure mm. pornography or something like that and i'm like seizure pornography but okay and please tell me you remember this the vocalist had a very like emotional moment on stage he was like telling a story that was dancing on stage no 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 no, no. i'm talking about that that the band that you insist is scandinavian but they're from ohio yeah. you know uh-huh. shouts out to Close. ohio um but he had like an emotional moment and the crowd started cheering he was talking about how like he overcame like this really like tough moment in his life or like his friend had just like, I want to say that his friend had just like committed suicide or something, something really deep. Yeah. It was something right. And he got control of the crowd and it's like, Oh my God, I did not expect that moment to come from, you know, from this band. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like sometimes, you know, everyone processes things differently. Exactly. Make, make a Midwestern Ohio EP. Uh, Other people, make a, a, a song title uh epilepsy pornography Was something that like that dude it, it was that's hmm. wacky man yeah that's, it, that's fascinating but again you know that was their their scandinavian truth and how they do it over there was different from here and that's truth. very okay uh <laughs> by the way like the reason we didn't stay for the entire night i know what you're gonna say terror sounds very chill chill you should you should have stayed and i would argue yes but when it came to kublai Khan, texas the people that we were there for arguably at least i was i know chris knows all the all the bands every one but we were there for kublai Khan, right Mm -hmm. uh and we were like you know what let's get in the pit let's go right and so we like managed to to weasel our way in um i think maybe you were in front or i was in front who was in front at, at one point, we were beside one another. Um, yeah, no, but and, I'm talking about like when we were parting to see, like trying to go towards the front. Ah, uh, you were in front. I was, yeah, because like 
I think it was my intimidating stature that, that made people like move to the side. Dude, little but do people know, it, or maybe some people do know, know okay. you you've gotten ripped, man. Like, before. Uh, OK, I, I would. Yes. Before COVID, which very fun. I love COVID. A lot of a lot of great times, how it makes you uh, not be able to breathe and stuff like that's very cool. Uh, but I, yeah, at the time, kind of big, kind of kind of getting there. Yeah, I was in my bulking phase and then now not. But that's, you know, a story. Where'd you go to this and other listeners? If you, if you've been to a hardcore show, uh, something that people like to do is they like to interrupt the show by getting onto the stage and then jumping off of it into the crowd, which seemed like fun. So much fun that I, I had a moment, uh, to myself where I was looking at what was happening and, and the position was right. And I was thinking <laughs> like, Hey, I'm almost 30. Like I'm, I'm don't see a point in my life where I would ever want to do this again. So like, might as well do it. Uh, did you actually see me jump off or no? I did. Um, and the minute I saw you jump, I'm like, he did. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> it's like, eh, well, you know, one less person we have to drive back to, you know, the valley. But no, I, I was very exactly. proud of you. Yeah. When, when I saw it happen, I was glad that you did it during the song, The Hammer, you know. Yeah. Insert, oh, that was a good time. Insert song clip here uh and I, 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 i'm i'm also really i'm happy you had that moment man like yeah that that moment of moment. clarity that 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 moment where you know inspiration strikes because i mean at hardcore shows mm -hmm. like that's the like, that's the best time for it to happen exactly uh, um and something that helped with that was like you know you're just you're you're in the pit and it was or, or like we were at the front kind of getting pushed by the pit actually he was like behind mm -hmm. us uh the song was going off i jumped to the other side of the stage right it was a lot of fun i aimed for the most density of crowd uh they picked me up but then i realized i was farther away from you mm -hmm. so i had to like jump back so i got on stage again to jump <laughs> back to you yeah and same yeah. plan it went pretty well we actually have like we found a video on YouTube of someone that recorded like the entire set. Yeah. And we got yeah. a little video of me, like, I would say like flopping into the crowd because it was less of a jump, more of like a, like a little hop. Yeah. A little hop. Did you find that hop. it was difficult to jump off of the stage? Like, or, oh yeah. Were your think... feet planted? Like, you know, you no. were diving. No, absolutely not. There was a lot of liquids. Uh, I don't know what they were exactly, but there were a lot of liquids on stage. It wasn't like by any means drenched, but it was yeah. moist. And so like the first foot that I had on stage, I, I slipped a little bit, but I found my grounding because of my vans. They have like some, some grippy texture on the bottom. Yeah. Shout out to Vans. Thanks for sponsoring the episode. And uh, so the second time, though, the issue with that is that when I jumped into the crowd, I landed because they all like grabbed my ass and other parts of me to like help me land and stuff. Yeah. But as soon as my feet touched the ground, I just got hit like in my head. <laughs> and yeah. so like watching that video back, we see some other dude leap right after I do to the same place that I did. 
which like i'm not saying fuck that guy but like he could have picked anywhere else to leap and he chose my head as a landing spot so that was great uh and then the fight or flight spots kicked in right so it was immediately like i need to get the fuck out because <laughs> like yeah. it was like immediate like you know knocked I knocked a couple of screws loose and I was like, all right, I gotta get them. <laughs> so like, I mean, I started making my way out of the crowd. The crowd knew what was happening. And so they pushed my tiny Hispanic body out of the, out of the, you know, out of the show. And then I was just kind of like on the sidelines, just like holding my neck. And I was like, that was really cool, but I got kicked in the head or something. So <laughs> you, you see, and, and that's the reason why I too got out of the pits uh, when they played ant pile, which is a like, song that's less than a minute or maybe like a minute and 10 seconds mm -hmm. um i think the just, only lyric is son of a bitch right? yeah then, yeah uh, uh insert song <laughs> clip here and like the the thing is is there were just so many consecutive stage divers uh all yeah. landing in my vicinity that i was like you know yep. what i've done my time i've i've served you know uh -huh. kublai khan well I'm out deuces. I turned it was around like season three of attack on Titan. Shout out to the people that know that reference, by the way, you, you get what I'm talking about. But anyway, point, like, <laughs> like it was, it was a lot of leaping and I, I would like to take issue with something, by the way, please do. Like, and this is, I, I don't mean to body shame anyone, right? Like, like you, your body positivity your body is, is your temple, right? Okay. Uh, but hot take, here we go. <clears throat> hot take. If, if you choose to stage dive, I would argue that maybe you shouldn't be like, <laughs> like, oh my like, God. And I, don't, and I don't mean the body shame, but like, you, you shouldn't be like one of the hefty fellows that you kind of like have to heave your stuff off stage because then, the, like, you know, body of motion stays in motion, uh, right? The laws of fucking whatever, like it, it carried through, and so like you're you're lobbing yourself into the crowd, and and if you're if you're a bigger gentleman, no offense, uh, then like obviously that's an issue because yeah. then you carry that weight, and then you're asking a bunch of people that are just trying to like enjoy a show <laughs> to like hold you and catch you, and some people didn't get caught. I don't know if you saw that too. Like yeah. some people just like, they said stepped to the side. They were like, "Fuck that guy," and because. Because they kept trying to jump into the crowd. Oh, dude, so I, I was keeping tally of how many people I did not catch. Like my goal mm -hmm. was to purposely miss people because it's not my responsibility to catch you if you decide to jump on me. And yeah. I probably had like five, maybe six people jump on me. And I just ducked out of the way. And the people behind me yeah. were probably thinking like, this dude's a Big bitch. But who cares, man? Like head trauma is a real thing. Like I, I found out the hard way. Yeah. yeah. Got a little bit of stiff neck from that. Which still feel. Yeah. Can't turn to the right. It's poor, poor, unfortunate me. Oh, uh, I think donations on my Patreon, by the oh, way. Thank you. My God. This is terrible. <laughs> hey, so I, I found the uh, I found the band, uh, the second band that played. I finally found them. Uh, the the Scandinavian? Gonna, yeah, they're not Scandinavian. Here they are. Uh, please tell me you see my screen. Yes, you should see my screen. Uh, Sangizugabog. Uh, they are down tuned drug death. They have 21,000 listeners, dude. That's the part that just blows my mind. Is that a lot? 21,000? Yeah, you know, the local angle podcast thing, averages like 40 listens a week. Like, this is 21. Uh, no, I'm talking about 000. like, you know, 
retrospective no it's 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 not honestly like in in the in the grand scheme of things no but they've only been around well their first release was in 2019 when they released Mm -hmm. pornographic seizures i was close very close oh there you go um and then tortured hole is the album Mm. uh dick (laughs) fillet urinary Post human posthumous posthumous comparison. Like, what is belching filth, belching filth, gored in the chest, dragged by a truck? Uh, Mm -hmm. dead as shit. Like, we heard that song because I remember him saying this song is called, yeah. Uh, and they just think that is shit. I didn't think it was naming a song title, but the band gives grody, you know, like the vibes are kind of grody, yeah, kind of grotesque. For sure. And, yeah. And that's it's, the it's whole point. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at fans also like uh 200 Stab Wounds, which is like a really, really famous band. Um, mm-hmm. Vomit Fourth, Body Box, and Frozen Soul. Uh, uh, snuffed on Sight, Malignant Altar, Fluids. Dude. Fluids? We should listen to Fluids on the podcast. I, I don't... I don't want to dude we should I have listen it, to, to my speakers let's it, listen to fluids no I'm i have a sharing sound. i have a subwoofer okay there we go. Finna i'm lowering my volume hold and on, hold on, hold on. you should too. stop talking and let's okay i'm gonna give you the choice baby daddies for days milk and cigarettes capped or finna get you high which one do you want to listen to i think finna get you high is pretty good i mean it, it is the Top song, most popular song, doesn't have the most listens, but it is the most popular. Let's listen to it. Uh, in in other news, uh, one band that I've been like absolutely forcing uh, you and your and your wife because you fell asleep on the way to Austin. Uh, to listen to is Lorna Shore and Lorna mm-hmm. Shore made national news. Go for it. Uh, super quick. Do you want to talk about the lady that got tackled off stage? Oh, we should. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. I can, I can make it super quick, go, super go, go, quick go, go, go. story. Go, go, go. Okay. Super quick story. Picture this. You're in a, you're in a band and then they're, they're doing this, a song about. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, so picture this: Chris and I both butt naked on the bathroom floor, <laughs> oh, no. but also during a metal show, right? And so you're listening to a song about police brutality, and then, uh, you know, a, a, a fine young woman of the age of at least over fifty uh, gets on stage and starts to dance in a sexual nature, and like, not that you can't do that, but it's like probably not the scene for you know like neither the time nor the place she was just having a good time and the crowd was kind of jeering her the band members were jeering her like hey like get the song on the stage because it wasn't cool and then you had someone that was next to you who was like hey uh boost me up because i'm a i'm a getter and uh if i can collect you were like yeah hell yeah and so right before the song dropped which was another drop and it was really cool because mm-hmm. they did the thing with you know drops uh she got tackled by the person that you helped up yeah. and off the stage into the crowd crowd cheered. It was a good time. 
It was awesome. It was so great. And and I agree. Sense of there, justice. there are bands like your like party metal bands that, you know, that's mm-hmm. completely OK to do that for Machine Gun uh, Kelly and uh, Panic at the Disco. Oh, God. Um, and then Brain. there there is a band, you know, that just got finished talking about what happened in Uvalde. And you decide, you know what? Like now's the perfect time to do this. Like, let's do it. And, yeah, uh, you know, you know, you didn't want to say, you know, fuck the person that that hit you. But honestly, like, f- fuck her for what she did. Yeah, kind of fucked up. It. It like, she deserved to get tackled off stage. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, justice was served. Justice was served. Exactly. Lorna Shore made national headlines with their Lollapalooza set because they played a stage with, which had a bunch of like EDM artists. All right. Mm-hmm. All day long. Lollapalooza, right? Not known as like a metal fest, even though I think this year Metallica um, headlined. But even then, Ooh, Metallica, Lorna Shore. Stranger Things band. Right? Dude. Oh, my God. They've exploded like again. And not that they yeah. need to, but like, Jesus. I mean, we'll get to that in a second. Right. But yeah, um, yes, yeah. 30 people at the stage all day is what one Twitter user uh mentioned and then Lorna Shore starts playing and this just like absolutely my screen froze uh this absolutely massive 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 crowd just piles on to see them and it's just like it's so deserved um mm-hmm. not that I'm like the biggest fan of this particular type of metal but don't you have it, a shirt of theirs I do. I have I have two uh, and I'm probably going to pre-order their mm-hmm. album, but it's just like mm-hmm. they're a um, mm-hmm. they're a gateway band, you know, they're uh, they're like a, band. a gateway drug. Exactly. But in music, like the form. devil's lettuce of metal. Ex- exactly. Um, yeah. Which I'm sure they like partake it's a starter in. drug. But like yeah. this crowd oh, you know, is just like insane. At a at a, like what's known to be what's stereotypically a non-metal festival, and they just mm-hmm. absolutely got a huge crowd. Uh, there's one video that I don't even think is on. It's not on this particular article. It's not linked on this article. Uh, but someone mm-hmm. actually walking up to the crowd, and a lot of people seemed very confused as to what was happening. But they just stuck around because the band was just so tight knit. Uh, the yeah. vocals, I mean, Will Ramos's vocals are just absolutely insane. And he's he's been getting a lot of traction on, on TikTok or has been over the last couple of months because of that like one vocal performance in one of the songs where he just starts like snarling and stuff and starts like snorting and stuff like that. And it's really fucking cool. Like, I, w- I would like to listen to more. And, like, actually, just today, I saw a TikTok of, like, a, a female metal vocalist who, like, did that part. Yeah. And she was just like, like, oh, whatever, I'm going to do a little bit. And then she did that part. <laughs> and if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, like, go listen to the song. Chris, name of the song, please. Uh, Into the Hellfire is is what it's called. Uh, I Into mean, right- the Hipfire. Yeah. And, I mean, right, rightfully... Yeah titled as well um 
but yeah dude even like gatekeepers of of metal are acknowledging that Lorna Shore is bringing something fresh but then I'm also seeing that uh people are questioning how far their hype will go because mm-hmm. they feel like they're gonna hit that ceiling soon they've released yeah. They released like a four track EP with Will Ramos when they split with their original vocalist, which their original vocalist was good. Right. But honestly, that snarl that you Mm -hmm. were talking about is kind of what has brought them to the forefront. Um, And now Mm -hmm. what's being questioned is how original can they be from here on out? Because their vocalist like, yeah, is the bright shining star of their band. And like, yeah, the guitarists are amazing. The drummer has stamina for days. But like, mm-hmm. how long can they ride this high? And I mean, so right. far it's been good, but I don't know, man. This is turning into like a metal episode. Like I'm realizing that it's a, kinda... it's a bit of a metal episode. Yeah. And honestly, the same trajectory can be said for a lot of bands, kind of like baby metal, uh, Ooh, the Japanese uh, band. I like uh, baby who, metal. It's kind of like a shtick of theirs. Yeah. Uh, they're a Kauai metal band, but they've been getting a bit more traction lately. But it's the same kind of thing where it's like they got a bit of a shtick and it's whether they can ride it out and become a Metallica, for example, who exactly. is also a metal band. Uh, or will they be like uh, Machine Gun Kelly, who is universally hated? I feel like uh, you're you're implying that you want to talk about Machine Gun Kelly at some point in the episode. I don't. No, and I'm just I don't, not no. okay. Yeah, I have no idea what happened mm-hmm. to him. Like the last time I heard Machine Gun Kelly, he was rapping, and I was a fan of his of a few of his mixtapes. Oh. Like, I will openly admit, I was a fan Dude. of a few of his mixtapes. Man, um, he had Lace Up, mm. which was a super like super. You know super, the names of the high quality. Mix because as a rapper, man, please tell me you listen to a few of his rap songs, and I'm not saying like Wild Boy, like some of his actual rap songs. Mm-hmm. He had a hundred mm-hmm. words and running as well. That was really, really good. Um Chris, let me ask you a quick question here. Let me let me let me interrupt you a little bit. Please, if I were to give you a question about like who is in your list of like top 10 rappers, would yeah. Macklemore be on your list? Uh, fuck you, and absolutely not. <laughs> like, what's wrong? Why are you being so condescending what? all of a sudden? No, I'm not being condescending. I'm simply asking a question so we can get to the root of what's happening here, which no. is you knowing uh, Machine Gun Kelly and his his so like collective work. Because I was a fan of his early rap. Uh, yeah, not even like full length albums, right? But his EP mm-hmm. or sorry, his uh, his mixtapes. Suddenly, Correct. I have a poor taste in music. Okay, who said a poor taste in music? He's won several Grammys. Macklemore you're, is who we're talking about. I listened to him. I went to see him at South by Southwest with a friend, and the speakers went out, and he, he had to do the whole set acapella. Are you talking? About, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you talking about Macklemore or are you talking about Machine Gun Kelly? Who are you talking? No, about? I'm talking about Macklemore. Why the one are I you talking about Macklemore now? Because I feel like they they encompass the same space. No, the same. They don't. Yeah, they're completely different. I mean, they're both. They're garbage. very similar genres. Both they're, of them could do like car commercials, kind of music. You know, Hen <sighs> Holdus was in a lot of commercials. Anyway, I don't know what happened to Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly because all of a sudden, like he's doing like 
punk music. I say that uh, in in air quotes. Oh, when he did that, the collaboration with Willow Smith, emo girl, right? That uh, was pretty popular as well. And the thing is, is Travis Barker, who is like an icon um, in in punk music. Oh, yeah, that guy. Like absolutely backs Machine Gun Kelly up like 110 percent. And mm-hmm. it just because he's yeah, the gimmick sells my mind. <sighs> yeah. Well, I also saw that oh. Travis Barker, speaking of him, he um oh. he had like this like festival or some kind of like birthday show or something, and Machine Gun Kelly mm-hmm. performed. Uh Mod Sun performed. Do you know who Mod Sun is? No. Mod Sun is like um is a is a rapper. I say I say that loosely. Um but Mod Sun was a drummer for a uh, not a hardcore band, a band called Scary Kids. Kind of like, is that Avril Lavigne? Is he with Avril Lavigne? And they're married. And Avril Lavigne oh. performed as well, or who we think to be Avril Lavigne, if you know what I'm. Oh right, saying. the conspiracy theory. Yeah, he looks kind of like one of the Island Boys. Yeah, but here's the thing about Mod Sun is he used to be the drummer of a really fucking great band called Scary Kids Scaring Kids, which oh, look at this guy. Does he look like one of the Island Boys? Tell me. Yeah, she agrees with me. And like, I don't know what's what's happening to these people. Like for so for one, what do you mean like, these people? Like Machine Gun Kelly, Mod Sun, like Avril Lavigne. Like, why do they all of a sudden think that they're like punk the Island music? Boys? Like, yeah, why? Why? Um, you know, they're just trying to find the next sound. And I would argue it's not a phase, mom. It's more so a lifestyle. You, you know what I mean? And so I think that that's what they're trying to pursue, you know, okay. trying to find that island in the sun, another pop band okay. or sorry, a punk band, uh, Weezer. Speaking of uh, bands, they did Beverly Hills. That was also a really good influential. Dude, I, I like some of Weezer's stuff. Um, yeah a little bit you're not, not a you're not a metal listener if you don't listen to weezer that's what i've always said do you like the 1975 are you a 1975 fan oh the british band yeah oh here we go you're about to offend our one <laughs> Br- british listener <laughs> oh no um not well like okay because like i've listened to it but i've only listened to it like i don't them actually them. listen to it them, them not it sorry um, i can't reference them as it that's fine it, it it's cool <laughs> it's it's neat i don't i like i couldn't tell you a song of theirs all i know yeah. is that they remind me of like a, a montage of like not necessarily a hallmark movie but like something close like a tnt like just straight to movie special where it's just kind of like like it's a bit of bit of like midwestern american vibes but also british no like you've never been more incorrect like ever am i thinking of the right band no (laughs) No, i think i'm thinking about creed sorry kings of leon or something or maybe mumford oh yeah but like oh dude speaking of i'm sorry i'm gonna just i'm gonna stop right there listen Kings of Leon, like, did you also get confused when they had that song "Sex on Fire"? Like, when you were when we were in middle school, and like, like the concept of why why is it on fire? Like, was um, it? Just I, an STD? I didn't I, know of STDs at the time. I was just confused. 
I was actually more obsessed with the fact uh, with the story behind that song uh, because it's a very simple song to play on guitar. And apparently the mm-hmm. uh, the guitarist vocalist, the main dude, uh, wrote mm-hmm. it when he had like broken his arm because him and his brother were fighting because I think his brother plays drums in the band or did play drums mm-hmm. in the band. I know very little to nothing about Kings of Leon. Uh, mm. but I just know that they would talk about fighting a lot. And apparently it's about him and his brother fighting. So like incest? No, no incest. I know you were going to go there, uh, but no, no, no incest. But that's I what I heard in an interview because I would spend hours in high school. I would spend hours and hours and hours like researching like mm-hmm. bands, even if I wasn't like a huge, huge fan. Uh, anyway, like you read like a fan fiction or something like how is that about his before brother? Before you Wouldn't... so rudely interrupted me, the 1975 yeah, is preparing to release an album and I'm super uh-huh. excited for it. Like they're kind of like I feel like they're this generation's the killers. That's what I feel like they are like we we have the killers in our generation like they very much like mm-hmm. came up you know hot fuss i think yeah. was released when we were in like middle school mm-hmm. i think that was like 2006 uh but now she's calling it yeah yeah i feel like they're this generation's the killers and they did something really cool with their merch too right because they every album cycle they they um what do they do they reinvent their image and so what happens at shows or what happened at a few shows during their last album cycle is if you brought an mm-hmm. old t-shirt uh, that you had purchased from whatever store, as long as it was like an authentic T-shirt of theirs, uh, they would make like an impromptu print on it of like their oh. new logo, which I thought was super cool. So people didn't have to buy new merch. It was reused. So kind of like a shirt passport. Yeah, dude, it was super fucking cool. And I'm like, that is creative. Like more bands should do that rather than charge, you know, like $30, $40 for a shirt. What are you what are you looking up right now? Uh, what the the meaning of sex on fire was Caleb Fo- follow will explain that they, they wanted to make a song about sexuality. Uh, there's always been an element of sex in their music. So I thought I'd just wrap it all up in one song and be done with it for uh, done with sex for the rest of the record. I can't believe the label picked it because the lyrics are pretty in your face sexual. I think my girlfriend's hopes it's based on her. Maybe it's my girlfriend because we've had some good times together, but I'm not really sure hmm. about the good times or the sex. Hey, uh, it's about a great sexual relationship. Sorry. He answered that with hot, hot sex that you'll remember for. How did you get a brother breaking his arm from that? You hold read on. some weird ass fan. Maybe it was the same interview. Band. Hold on. Hold on. What's his name? Caleb. What? Uh, follow ill. So just follow ill. Follow will. Uh, do they make music anymore? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. They do. Hmm. See, because uh, and I, I'm sorry to drag you along for this listener, but like, look, uh, look, 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 look. This is from 2009. Um, yeah. Kings of Leon still mystified over fight. This was printed in the Irish Examiner. Uh, Kings of Leon stars Caleb and Nathan Nathan Followell have drawn a blank on the studio. Uh, oh, a blank on the studio fight that left the singer with a broken arm and his brother with injuries. 
-hmm. So it must have been the same interview. I apologize. Mm -hmm. I miss... so like it's not that he was having sex with his brother, but like I while he never was having sex said with that, his girlfriend, the riff was created broke his arm while he had a broken arm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which maybe he was like, like maybe he broke someone's arm during sex. Yeah, maybe, maybe that, that's why it's on fire because it hurts. Be, that'd be fucked. That's kind of metal, bringing it all around. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, See, I, I he guess. still got it. Hey, um, we were talking about uh, video projects and everything. Do Correct. you happen to have yes. yours? Any of yours? Video projects? Yeah. Like, do you have yours on your computer? I have mine pulled up, ready to go, dude. I'm what like are you talking about. <laughs> well, you mentioned your ballad of Mona Lisa thing. Oh, my Lanta. You're absolutely right. I think I buried the shit out of that. Oh, dude. No. Mistaken. Okay. Okay. So, hold on. Okay. So, so we need some context for this because like you just kind of like blindsided well, me, uh, kind of like Mr. Brightside did when I was that's in middle school. Not it. Such a good we band. went from uh, talking about music, talking about heavy <laughs> music, to talking huh, about Kings huh. of Leon, to talking about yes, video projects that we've created. That involve you betcha music. I'm gonna. Correct. I'm gonna. And uh, to segue a little bit. Yeah, please. Um, the the reason this conversation started is we were talking about like weird ass middle school stuff that we did uh, involving music and another yeah. story that I will not go into, but uh, about like a a thing that we both well I did in middle school, high school, whatever. Yeah. Uh, where I made a a. Uh, we did a film project about the Ballad of Mona Lisa, which is a song uh, from Hispanic at the Disco. Okay, uh, there he goes. He went there. That was at their, uh, like, when they were starting to get a little bit more pop, but it was still good, in my opinion. Yes, I'm one of those guys, but, like, it, you know, it's <laughs> my wife's laughs because she knows what I'm talking about. What was the one that I hated on the song? You know what I'm talking about. The newest one, yeah, the newest one. It it really gives me bad vibes. I do not feel the, like at the disco. What is it? Vegas vintage. Is it high hopes? Oh, you, yeah, I think it's high hopes. You know that they have two new songs out, right? They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have uh, they have two new songs ready. We'll put them in. We'll put one clip in right here. We'll put one clip in right here. This is a lot of editing for me oh wow that um, was a cool song uh was did it sound no, like the you don't stuff need that they a did? reaction um, no i do need a reaction that's that's we songs. agreed on this they have middle of a breakup and they have viva Los vengeance and <sighs> brendan yuri can do no wrong vocally like that man huh. can sing uh, he's got some I, pipes. I think that he's like the only recognizable member of the band now because I remember for a while they were like really, really popular. Like every single band member was popular. I feel like in middle school, yeah. every girl that I saw in the hallway like could tell you at least three out of the five members um, and give you like random facts about them. But now it's just Brendan Yuri. But you don't like <clears throat> some of their stuff. Because they went, they went really pop. Correct. They went incredibly pop. Not a fan. I think uh, it's too much pop. Like uh, same direction as Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Fall Out Boy did the same exact thing. Yeah. Which they they fell out for me because it just you know it's just not the same. 
unfortunately. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Not the vibes hey, I was looking for. Hey, so yeah. uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna reminisce. I'm gonna show you um like a video project I had to make. I think this was like uh the introduction. Um. Mm-hmm. When You're I say introduction, I'm sorry. This was the project that I made for my introduction to video editing. But uh, <laughs> the song I chose though was awesome. Here, is this good? So that's my yeah, former good. coworker Edgar. All right, so uh, nice. Shout state your Edgar. name. God damn it, John. Oh, you still sounded like a dad at right. that time. Dude. And basically, this is just going to be a documentary on what it's like to work at Starbucks. Harold, is the coffee all right? Mm-mm. You mean it's as bad as yesterday? Mm-mm. No improvement at all? Mm-mm. Harold, don't just shake your head. You've got to tell me what's wrong with the coffee. Bad taste. And this was just like an average shift at our work. There are some coworkers. So is it mine, like a day in a life? Terrence, John, Rosie. And it's all set to Futures thought it was a drought. <laughs> I would have never guessed. Oh, dude. I love. I thought this it was song. gonna like Dear Maria or something. What the fuck? You, you okay? First of all, you question <laughs> my taste in rappers. Maybe. Dude, I would have never when that comes guessed. In, That's it incredible. is awesome. And then. Dude, if you have your wife watch this, she'll 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 get some. Uh, What's it been like working with Rosie? You know, it's not PTSD. Hopefully, not PTSD. Gun is fully fucking loaded and shooting at you every four fucking seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Always wasting time. State your name for the camera. I'm Rosie. All right, and what do you do here? I'm the shift supervisor. R- really? Yeah. Is that is that really what you do? Does that work? I mean, sometimes. You get her. Okay, so uh, we we interviewed uh, Edgar about you, and uh, he had some uh, some comments to say. Uh, what's it like working with Edgar? How honest do I have to be? Because it's <laughs> awful. Gene, this coffee is delicious. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. The vibes are great. Yeah, dude. I thought it was really fun. Do you please tell me you have yours? I don't want to just watch mine. I'm I'm looking like as right. we speak, I'm okay. scrolling through my the entirety of my Facebook to look for it. Uh which honestly isn't that much now that I'm being honest. Like I don't I don't post nearly as much. Uh but I have a picture of my grandma arresting me. That's a good time. Arresting you? Uh <laughs> yeah. There you go. Let me, let me, can I share my screen? Uh, yeah, you can. Okay. So, so this is a picture of my late grandma passed away, but, uh-huh. uh, that, like, I'm super young there. On, like, zoom I don't know in, if you can zoom in, zoom in, but zoom she's in. like, she looks like she's arresting me and it is great. I have to send that to my mom. <laughs> Check that out. These are like the old days, man. This Dude. is a while back. That's yeah. crazy. That's, that's your boy. 
I remember that day. Uh, point being, I can't find it, dude. But it was like it was uh, theater arts. I'm I'm scrolling back. You're gonna see like some early 2000 memes, man. Oh, like it's, it's yeah. Oh, I I listened to them too, and I was like, this is heavy. They're oh, good. there we go. They're really good. All that remains is really. There, good. There's oh there's your God, boy when he was in high you? school. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep super young that was uh cholo day if i'm not mistaken and i brought my big cross that my table gave me oh it was a good time uh yeah oh it, it <laughs> it's these are been a while. great oh my god what was wrong with you uh, i'm just i'm vibing oh there's my little sister man heck yeah uh point being uh, i can't find it i'm, I'm scrolling <laughs> for my life no, dude, these, these uh and, and if are just like it's it's making up for the fact that you can't find these videos yeah but pretty much like what it was is just the ballad of mona lisa and then we did yeah. like a yeah we did like not a red hot chili peppers i'm with stop you. stop stop stop, stop 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 Hold stop okay how do i stop sharing how do i stop sharing okay there we go what is that's my the earliest years don't of worry dude <laughs> everyone used to post you know their feelings or tweet their feelings that was a that was a real thing cringe man that was dude, way back in the day jesus <laughs> all right I, I got another one to show you this was a a psa we were required to make a psa and i was really Ooh. proud of this one i i don't think some of the jokes are gonna land um mm -hmm. as well as they did back during that period of time but uh that's fine i know you're not are you interested in oh property? no 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 hold on hold on that's the music video hold on i meant to go to the psa my bad i was like wait a minute that's not okay that's not right that's not right let me see okay on. all good there Can we I go add a reaction yeah yeah can you see the the people sitting at the table yeah. Hello, my name is Christopher Senior Prongs, and I'm here to talk to you about a very important subject, being kind to one another. In this world, there are so many different kinds of people you'll meet, so this is just a reminder to stay kind and considerate out there in this great big world. This is John. John's a young boy in school. He's different from the other children. He can't read. So what the hell is he doing with a book in his hand? Oh well, we still treat him the same as this other young fellow. Alex, I guess, who clearly has issues because no one cares that he put on this terrifying mask in class. Therapy bills are gonna pile up for this kid. <coughs> oh, sorry. Let's move on to Jennifer, who appears to have nothing wrong with her, but these stuck-up honkies won't let her sit with them. How rude! Just a reminder of how not to treat one another. But. Maybe she smells. Maybe that paper they handed her was a coupon for soap. Look at Ollie Williams. He's decided to take Jennifer on a date. How kind is he? And what's this? He's meeting her parents while she goes upstairs to get a shovel so they'll never find the body? That a girl, Jennifer. <laughs> well, folks, today we've learned not to judge a book by its cover and be nice to all people, regardless of differences. This has been this for Be high Kind, school? Be Considerate, College. brought to you by the oh, Don't Be an Asshole Association. Okay, there Thank you. <laughs> it's fascinating to see how, like, your humor has carried on. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? Like, it's very, very akin to what it is today. That's yeah, fascinating. man. It was, uh, dude, that class was incredible. It's good to look back on, that, on the times, yeah. the good times. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I, I did a music of, video, but I won't I won't bother you with that. And then 
Sorry. Oh, speaking of good times, we do have to address the elephant in the room. That's kind of fucked up that you'd call me an elephant, man. Like, let's just let's, <laughs> that's a, let's start. Come off. on, you know I don't mean that. No, is it a good time? Is it a good time to talk about it? I think it's a good time as any. We're we're nearing the hour mark, so we can. Uh, there we begin. go. There we go. So go we it. we gotta have a conversation, uh, listener Christopher, God, the devil, whoever else is listening oh, in Jesus. the NSA. Okay. Uh, check it out. So there's a reason I'm the former uh, co-host. Is because I hate Chris a lot. I don't like him. I hate his guts. Uh, everything about him, the worst. Hate me because uh, you hate me. <clears throat> exactly. But but legitimately, you know, like I like to see myself as like a, a rotating guest, a gallery of rogues, if you will, but just with one person that has a mustache. Instead of like being a, a co-host, I'd like to, you know, be with y'all on this journey. While I listen to Chris and and doing his interview thing, which I really appreciate, but also being able to shoot the shit every now and then when I, you know, think that it's a a good time to do so. So, you know, no ill will towards Chris. I don't hate him that much uh, outside of the podcast. So that's definitely not the reason. Um, It's not like, you know, we're parting on on bad terms. Otherwise, we wouldn't have made this farewell podcast for yours truly. but. You know, it's just a uh, different direction, and I'm excited to see where it goes as a listener and potential guest every now and then. And so uh, the decision obviously wasn't uh, one that was made overnight. Uh, I'd say we pretty Mm -hmm. much took this entire summer to discuss it, starting with that trip in Austin. Uh, where where things were were addressed right off the bat, and you know, I, I know I told. I told you and I'm going to kind of like repeat some things that I've already told you, but also add some things because uh, I've had some more time to sit with it. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot. I've been through a lot of band breakups um, mm-hmm. and, you know, the thing about starting a creative project, any type of creative project is, uh, you know, you, you, you put so much emotion into it. You really like pour your heart and soul into it. And with, those band breakups i've seen a lot of them go south a lot of them have gone sour uh i've had members cry i've had members like get angry and like storm out of the room get angry and throw things uh people just like i've seen friendships dissolve things like that and i gotta say that this has been the most amicable like uh breakup of sorts mm-hmm. uh and mm-hmm. I, I gotta give it to you man because most people will stay in a situation that they're uncomfortable with. And I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, you have continued to give your support to the podcast and you know that you're, you're welcome to be a a guest anytime, anytime you want to. Anytime. Absolutely. And listener, you heard it here first. You will hear me again in two years that's when i'll be a, a guest next time i think that's when i'll build a repertoire of anecdotes and stuff and uh yeah that's when i'll be comfortable to talk to chris again because i'm a vow of science kind of guy yes we work together but i'm not going to speak to him until two years from now henceforth or until monday when you're required to yeah well actually tomorrow 
don't, <laughs> don't we have a meeting? There's, there's also, there's also, that. yeah. Yeah, but anyway, point being, it's it's all amicable, like he stated, and and I appreciate you, you know, for that there was not uh, pressure in terms of like returning or uh, you know trying to to salvage what maybe is better left in the past, right? Because it was a great moment, and like I appreciated it for what it was, but you Absolutely. know, I want to see how it evolves from this point. Uh, without yours truly as like a, another mind in within the little you know um smoothie of a podcast you have you know like any good smoothie king employee like you know how to add the fruits and stuff <laughs> and i merely want to buy it and and drink it and so for nourishment with that i think it's only appropriate since this is your farewell episode uh, for yes. you to uh, for you to sign off, man. Sign off one last time. Sign off. Uh, this is for all of the haters who said I couldn't do it. All Every single hater, you were right. That's why I'm quitting, and so that's why I'm, <laughs> I'm ending the podcast <laughs> so, so that I can leave. You're like, Mom, Dad, you were right. <laughs> Everyone was right. <laughs> they, they were absolutely right. You literally but just honest- turned to your wife right now. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but but listen, on a serious note, listener, this isn't a sign to, to give up on your dreams. If anything, it's to have more dreams that you can continue to fail at. That way you have a multitude of options. And then that way you can just keep choosing the one you don't want to fail at more. You know what I mean? So this is all to say that you should really consider listening to Creed again. I think it's going to have a good resurgence, and if it already hasn't had that resurgence, it's going to come back again. Okay. You know what I mean? Just like Metallica came back with Stranger Things, Creed's going to come back in a big way. Yeah. A lot of dad rock going on, and, and the vibes. Yeah. yeah, butt rock with Nickelback as well. Uh, pretty good. Uh, signing off for the last time. For the first time. For the last time. Uh, Vicente Lopez, man with the mustache. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to rate us five out of five stars on Apple Podcasts or four. You know, that's fine. No, that's, that's no, cool no, no, just kidding. Just kidding. No, don't do that. Sorry. Mustache. Sorry. Did you grow the mustache? It's the mustache. Did you grow the mustache? Out of evil. So you could say man with the mustache? Like, is that why you've yeah. been growing it? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's a good bit, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you again, Christian Mingle, for sponsoring us. Go ahead and use the code hashtag on my knees for Jesus to get 20% off your first five minutes of conversation with your first match. Anyway, thank you again so much for listening, tuning in. We appreciate you. Was and that good? We'll see for the next episode. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not even going to include that last part. Like, I'm just going to end No, that was so good. No, Come on. No, no, you, no, you have no, to include no. that.